0: Get more out of life. Go out to a movie. Two slacker friends try to promote their local public access cable show, a legendary comedy from
1: 1992.
0: Rock and roll! What? Boomstick Video Podcast. Please follow us on
1: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Boomstick, Boomstick, Boomstick Video. Boomstick, Boomstick,
0: Boomstick boomstick Video. Welcome to the Boomstick Video Podcast. We're back. It's been quite a while, and we're finally back. It's been
1: longer than one week. Yeah. Did you look to me. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Wrong podcast.
0: Good, Good jam. That, that was Bare Naked Ladies, right? Yep. One yeah. week. Nice jam. I am Mike Castriva. Uncle I'm, Nick. And Uncle Nick is here, co-creator of Boomstick Video. And... Uh, we are here. So glad to be back with you guys again. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy and all that good stuff. Um, I'm super stoked, man. Like it's been it's been a long time. It's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. I Hope you guys are staying connected with us on social media and all our stuff. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Today we're talking about a very special comedy from the 90s um what is it what are we talking about
1: we're talking about Wayne's World which is excellent Wayne's World is brought to you by Noah's Arcade (laughs) extreme (laughs) (laughs) close-up
0: yeah man we're talking about Wayne's World today um super stoked on this
1: you remember the first time you saw this movie uh, I was probably like 9 years old. 94, <laughs> yeah. I was old, okay. I was
0: older than that, but yeah. That was when you first saw it? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: my cousin was big into it. My cousin Chris, which I'm giving a shout out to if he listens to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I would always watch this show when I was younger.
0: Mhm. The first time I saw this, I was uh I saw it a little bit later. I was in junior high. Um I think I was in 7th or 8th grade. Uh, my buddy John Buddy John Keller, he um, was he he was really into this movie, and he came over for a weekend, and he's like, "We gotta watch Wayne's World. You've never seen it." And uh, he uh, we watched it late at night, and it was really really enjoyable. So yeah, junior high was my first exposure to it. Uh, okay, so um, Mike Myers actually created the character of Wayne Campbell. Um, even before Saturday Night Live, I didn't even know that when I was doing research for this podcast. And um, we
1: want to make this clear, this is not Mike Myers, the serial killer from Halloween. Yeah. Okay. The
0: the actual actor Mike Myers.
1: Okay. Disclaimer. Because we love Halloween, so. so.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of funny like um stickers and like pins that um photoshop him into the halloween movie like yes, scenes yes. scenes from halloween it's actually pretty funny anyway um yeah he created <laughs> mike myers the actor he created um the character of wayne campbell for a um actually also for a public access show about music about a rock and roll like music show and he came on with the, the hat and long hair and he was just talking about heavy metal and then saturday night live came along and they brought dana carvey into the mix which you'll probably back me up on this dana carvey's probably one of the best character actors
1: he's really. one. And I, you know i'd say in a lot of cases he's one of the most underrated oh yeah actors <laughs> like he does so many things yeah i wholeheartedly agree. He, and he's in so many movies that he is just a funny guy mm-hmm. um you know he just he's had health problems so that's yeah. he's not been able to do it so long but he is a funny man. He doesn't get enough credit. No, he does not. Yeah. He's like the Offspring punk rock band. Mhm. Underrated. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, he actually has uh, some recent stand-up stand-up comedy specials on uh, Netflix that you can check out. He um, he did one on there maybe 3 or 4 years ago. It's still He's still hilarious. Okay. Anyway, yeah, um, they bring Dana Carvey into the mix, and he's uh, he plays uh, Mike Myers' counterpart, and they're just Saturday. It was just a Saturday Night Live skit about these two rock and roll fans who have a TV show in their basement, and it was a pretty simple formula, but it like it blew up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was. Oh like, yeah.
1: Most definitely.
0: It was, like, one of the most popular SNL skits.
1: And you got to think about, like, when they were doing this, too, is they were, like, they were acting like the generation was at the time. So a lot of people could relate to it, Mm -hmm. you know. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I I just definitely relate to it just because the music alone in the movie. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't like the movie, the music will get you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should, yeah, we should definitely point out, um, Nick, this is the, like, one of Nick's like favorite comedies just because just for the probably the mu- the soundtrack alone. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the soundtrack Easily. is killer. Um yeah, it's just a rock and roll comedy and uh yeah, these two characters just everybody fell in love with them which eventually spanned into a full feature film. And this is probably this is probably one of um Saturday Night Live they've done tons of movies like spin-off movies yeah. but this this has to be probably their most popular I would in my say.
1: opinion it's probably the best yeah oh uh, yeah for sure uh, in, in in even off opinion I'd probably say it's probably the most popular most people would know this if it was an SNL skit as opposed to other things that have yeah you know yeah yeah
0: definitely um, I like I think some other SNL uh, movies I like Night at the Roxbury is pretty funny, um, but nothing compares to this movie. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this movie, um, it starts off with uh, Rob Lowe's in this movie. His character, he's a, a really famous producer, like a television show producer, who living in Los Angeles. And um, Well, no, no, I take that back. He's living, he's living in Chicago. He's in the city um he's uh it's the movie starts off with him laying in bed with some chick and they're flipping through the channels and it's got all the classic commercials from that era like ch chia and all the <laughs> clapper the clapper yeah clap
1: on clap off yep the clapper it's,
0: <laughs> it's got all those classic commercials in there and then they come across wayne's world and uh these two rocker guys having a show and uh um Benjamin's girlfriend. She knows. She knows all about this show. She's like, "Oh yeah, these guys are great. They do a cable show in their in their basement." And he's he gets an idea. He's like, "Hmm, maybe I can con these guys into like buying their show so I can exploit it." <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah.
1: Maniacal laugh.
0: So I think that the audience they automatically get the vibe that this dude is he's he's a sleaze ball. he gets the idea to kind of con them that doesn't show up till later so then we get uh uh wayne campbell shows up on screen in his house and he's talking to the camera there's a lot of fourth wall breaking in this movie like a whole lot of like the, the movie is very self-aware like, the characters are aware that they're in, in a movie, which I love. I love that kind of stuff. And then Wayne, he's like, um, I live in Aurora, Illinois.
1: Which is a suburb of Chicago. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, um, when we drive up to Green Bay, we're big Packer fans. We always drive through Aurora when we when we head up that way.
1: And after that, which we'll mention again... We will drive through Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> Milwaukee, yeah. We'll get, definitely get we'll to get that. We'll get to that later. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Wayne's explaining his life and everything. And then the probably one of the, the most famous uh, cars from a movie drives up. And Wayne says, ah, the Murphmobile. Murph-Mobile. And uh, he get, hops in the car. And, um, and then, Garth, of course, Garth is driving. And, okay, so... This is, this is probably what we're going to spend the most time on is this scene right here. Um, Wayne has a cassette tape in his hand. He's like, I think we'll go with a little Bohemian Rhapsody, gentlemen. So he pops in that tape and so begins probably one of the most famous scenes from any comedy in any movie. I don't know. Would you agree?
1: I would agree with at least within the nineties and beyond. A lot of people have used this mm-hmm. and, um uh... It's one of the most well-known. And, you know, this song, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, was always well-known. But I think this kind of threw it back in the public's persona again. Uh, just my own opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is just, it's an awesome it's an awesome take.
0: I, I agree. And just, uh, apparently, like, it took Mike Myers a lot of convincing to the director of this movie to actually let them... Use this song for this scene, because for some reason the director didn't think that it would work, but he was really adamant about using it, and of course,
1: and it it does. I mean, in the director's defense, they do start the they do start the song off where where the up tempo starts in Bohemian Mm Rhapsody. You know, if you've listened to the whole thing, the very beginning is kind of slow and methodic, which is beautiful. It's a great song, Mm -hmm. but the part where it starts you start hearing the boom, doom 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 That's where it starts in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he, who knows if he would have thought that's what they used the whole That's thing.
0: true. Yeah. I think that that was a smart move because the, that's probably the most famous part of the song and all the guys like, Oh yeah, there's two, two of their buddies are in the back seat of the car <laughs> and they're, they're singing along with the song too. And, um, it's just such a relatable scene you can just, uh, you can totally see yourself like singing along with your buddies in a in a car to some rock song on the radio,
1: and I don't know. It the scene just really worked, and you know, so many people have copied this scene because mm-hmm. if you know Bohemian Rhapsody, you know the you know the the climax of the song for me, for me, you know, and it goes <laughs> higher, higher, mm-hmm. and then that's iconic. With the guitar riff, da na 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 na, they start headbanging their yeah, head. That now, if scene. you've ever seen this movie and that song comes on, and you're in a, especially with some other people, I mean, if you're like me, you probably have done that oh, a yeah. billion yeah. times. <laughs> so well, it's just kind of an iconic scene of mm-hmm. them headbanging.
0: Yeah, when the song gets to that point, gets to that climax, I think that if you're if you're listening to it with a group of people, somebody's going to be headbanging, and as they're 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 driving through a lot of uh, Chicago landmarks. Um, a lot of people have actually um, they they've uh, rec- taken pictures of themselves like in front of that music store that they drive by, where Wayne gets out and looks at the guitar. Yeah, this is a uh, it's a really cool it's a it's a cool scene.
1: I think that'd be a yeah. cool idea to do sometime. Yeah, do that also. Yeah,
0: take a Wayne's World tour yeah. and see <laughs> and see on all our the-
1: way to. Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, Milwaukee, yeah. That's actually a good idea. We might have to do that. That would be fun. So, yeah. Most famous scene. Sorry, just ignore. Ignore the uh, the air conditioner. Um, Turn
1: off, you devil swine!
0: There it goes.
1: <laughs> Thank oh, you.
0: So, uh, skipping ahead a little bit, uh, <laughs> Wayne and uh, Garth and their buddies pull up to, this, uh, to their favorite hangout uh, spot. Well, one of their favorite hangout spots. This coffee shop where... Um, Serve donuts. Yeah,
1: too. it's awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, so this actor who they say Wayne apparently says that um, he works there twenty four hours a day. <laughs> He's here twenty four hours a day. What's I
1: forget? I forget
0: the act, the character's name. But it's Ed O'Neill. It's Ed O'Neill, and if yeah. you've
1: ever seen the. The television show he's most famous for is probably Married with Children. Yep, that's what he's famous for. He was for, Al sure. Bundy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's also in uh, that show that's still around. I think it's still around.
0: Mm. Oh, Modern Family. Modern Family. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
1: if you know, he's mostly known as uh, Al Bundy. Al Bundy. For sure. So,
0: yeah, Ed O'Neill. He plays, so this character, he's probably one of our favorites in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He's so, he doesn't have a whole lot of lines in the movie but he's he's very yeah he's very creepy and he has he's he's definitely seen some stuff and probably done some illegal stuff and
1: definitely murdered a few people that's probably why he's just the manager at a donut shop <laughs> for 24 hours a day now i don't want to knock that because it's a fine profession to be a manager of any food joint right. yeah of course i'm just saying He's probably, there's probably a reason yeah. why he's probably <laughs> being undercover is yeah, what I mean Yeah, he's probably hiding say. out, yeah. He's yeah. probably hiding out from people.
0: Yeah, the first thing he does, he looks right into the camera and he's like, i never done a crazy thing in my life until that night. Why is it that when a man kills a man in <laughs> it's battle, it's called heroic. heroic? But when he kills a man in the heat of passion, it's, it's called, called murder. murder. <laughs> Hello! No, it's
1: like, you're not allowed to talk to the camera, only Garth and I are. <laughs> That's so it. yeah, obviously
0: this guy has been into some weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that scene's great. And then <laughs> we uh, we meet Wayne's ex girlfriend, psycho hose beast.
1: Yes, Stacy. They broke up two months ago. Yet. She still thinks that they're dating, mm-hmm. and she wears this stupid necklace that says Wayne. <laughs> and you would think that she'd get the hint, right? Yeah. So they see her, and he's like, "Oh, I made eye contact." Mm-hmm. And they all like try to do the hand-crossing their eye type thing.
0: Yeah, it's clear that nobody nobody likes this chick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so she comes over there, mm-hmm. and she's like, "And they like, we broke up." And she's like, "Well, I got you a present." So he opens up this big old pink package. <laughs> And it's a gun rack. And shes and he's like, he didn't know what it was. He's like, what is it? She's like, what is it's, it? It's a gun rack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't own a gun, yet many guns that would necessitate a An gun rack. Entire rack. Wreck. An entire rack. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with a gun rack? She's like, well, you don't like it? She's like, you better be nice to me, Wayne. Or you might lose me. He's like, get the picture.
0: <laughs> I lost you two months, two months ago. ago. Yeah. You so know, she- it's like, She's super obsessive. She's crazy. And she's really annoying. Yeah. And you know what? To her credit, she's actually kind of cute. But, like, the that kind... Of, like, you look right past that because she's... You can tell she's crazy. So, I don't know what... Psycho! Yeah. I don't know what attracted Wayne to her in the first place, but you get... The audience gets a clearer picture that this girl's nuts. Sympathy? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. So, yeah. Um, and then they head over to... The best heavy metal bar in town, the Gasworks. Gasworks. And uh, this scene's awesome. I love this scene. Um, they walk up. They because Wayne and Garth are real popular because everybody loves their show. They walk up to the line. They skip the line. And uh, tell me where the bouncer is, dude. I I was just saying we were we were watching this movie tonight just to kind of re- refresh our memory, and. I was telling Nick this. I totally didn't even realize that the freaking bouncer or the line guy is freaking meatloaf. Like, I had, I had no How idea. Going in like a bat on the hill! <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea Mr. <laughs> I would do anything for love is in this movie. But yeah, he is. and.
1: <laughs> but I is, won't be a bouncer.
0: <laughs> this is great. Okay, so yeah, Wayne, he's like, all right, hey, Tawny, who's playing tonight? Okay, and I'm gonna use a bad word. If you're offended, I'm just using what they say in the movie. So meatloaf and says, I "Quote." And I quote, meatloaf says, "Jolly Green Giants and the Shitty the Beatles. Beatles," and Way- <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's like, "The Shitty Beatles are they any good?" He's like, "They suck." <laughs> then it's not just a, it's clever, a clever name. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about that. That it just cracks me up every single time. It's so dumb, but it's just and I, so I funny. think
1: part of it is Garth, when he says, oh, it's not just a clever name, then Dana Harvey. He's like... Oh, he, yeah. He, he, like, bounces up. Yeah. Because you have to see his character, like... What he's doing besides Wayne yeah. beside Wayne is what makes it so funny is cause he just acts so weird. Yeah. I And think like moves his head around and stuff.
0: The duo of those two oh, like, yeah. they complement each other really they well. They totally
1: they mm-hmm. totally have a great bond and they feed off each other. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't that line just cracks me up every time. And then he says, Oh yeah, and there's another band, the Crucial Taunt uh, they're they're just finishing their set. And uh, Garth's like, here they can wail.
1: Yeah.
0: You're right. Party on. Party on. So they walk and, into the. Oh, go ahead.
1: Go and ahead. I was just going to say the th- one thing, because I keep thinking of Garth, is like, you got to think of, like, he, he's like, me loves trying to, like, high five him and. Throughout the movie, like people try to shake his hands, Garth won't touch anybody. Yeah, Garth doesn't like like touching like, hands <clears throat> or anything like that. So he's like trying to wait. He's like party on. Like gives like Wayne a <laughs> high five and gives Garth just like walks by. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. It's so awkward. He's he, he, Garth's a really cool
0: character, but he he's a little socially weird. He right? is socially yeah. awkward. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but I think that that's perfect. That fits him really well. So yeah, they walk in and. Freaking Crucial Taunt is on stage, and um, this this is a great scene because this is where Wayne meets his future gal, future girlfriend. Cassandra. Cassandra. So she is the lead singer and bassist for a band called Crucial Taunt, and she's this super pretty Asian gal. She's up on stage just rocking out. And uh,
1: Dreamweaver, yeah,
0: <laughs> Wayne, yeah, Wayne starts daydreaming, and <laughs> that song is playing in the background. Dreamweaver's playing in the background while uh, Wayne's dreaming about her, and he's like, "She's a babe,
1: swing, swing."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Wayne instantly like, falls in love with this chick. All the while, where Garth is getting bullied by this jerk with a mondo super big haircut and I mean,
1: he, this guy's gotta be like 6'6". Six, six. He's, I mean, he's huge! huge. <laughs> yeah.
0: He picks Garth, but Garth just wants to get by and this guy picks up Garth and he's like, out of my face you little dweeb! And, and he
1: throws him <laughs> down and, and Garth, how he reacts so he's, like, he's like, ow! Yeah. And he like gets up like all ow. out there. So then he goes out to his car mm-hmm. and who knows what he's doing, he grabs this giant belt thing, you don't know mm-hmm. and he wraps, straps it on he goes right back up to the guy on purpose and touches his back and says, "Excuse, Excuse me." me. <laughs> yeah, the thing about it, he just says, "Excuse me." What are you, watching, <laughs> little dweeb? dweeb? What are you? Want? And then he just takes this little thing that's like I don't even know what it is. It's, it's like an
0: g- electric gun or something yeah, like and that. And he like stabs the guy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guy flies. He back goes like flying. ten feet and crashes into a group of people. And then all these people are like, "Yeah!" He's like, and he like, he like. Wiggles around like it's a gun. Yeah, know, he's like it tossing it around. Back. Yeah. Day Thank team. you.
0: Thank <laughs> you. So yeah, Garth is pretty popular with the ladies at that point. I'm pretty sure he killed that that dude. <laughs> he went flying, shocked him clear across like, the room,
1: and he pat like he's knocked out.
0: Mm-hmm. He ain't yeah. waking up, folks. So yeah, so Cassandra gets off the stage, and uh, these two uh, drunk dudes they are they're fighting like hardcore. They're like beating each other up and uh beer start like uh flings off off the table and like hits cassandra so she's like "Uh uh-uh so she uh busts out her martial arts and kicks these two guys butts and wayne's like i love this woman (laughs) so wayne's hooked like he is totally in love with this girl and she happens to just walk over to the bar where wayne's at and he's like hey you really will thanks cassandra's not really sure how to feel about this dude she's kind i mean she's used to like guys hitting on her all the time so she's like yeah okay and he's like hey can i call you sometime and she doesn't give him his her number right away um which i think is respectable she's she's kind of just she's not sure at this she was like well you can come to come to my next show it's at at this place and cause, just because she's not real sure yet.
1: Right. Which I think that's cool. She didn't say, get away from me, creepo. hmm Yeah. You know, so she's like. She just invited him to yeah. the next
0: show. And he's like, I'm there. So, uh, yeah. And then, so Wayne did, like is totally dedicated. He says off off camera, he's like, she will, will be, be mine. mine. Oh, oh yes. yes. She will, will be, be mine.
1: Which, you're thinking about that. I mean, you know, you got Cassandra, beautiful and gorgeous and then you got wayne campbell right it's like like when you if you saw these two together you'd be like how are they together
0: yeah it doesn't make sense you know what i mean but at the same time it does make sense yeah (laughs) because wayne's just a lovable guy yeah exactly and the the next day um we uh we see um garth and uh wayne um at the they're they're getting the mirth mobile fixed and uh, their, their, <laughs> their, their, uh, their drunk buddy works... We should back up a little bit, because this drunk guy was in the Mirthmobile while they, while they were singing Bohemian they Rhapsody. They picked him up. They picked him up, yeah. Because he, par- he partied out. He was partied out again. He's party at, partied out. They don't actually say he's drunk, but that's pretty much what he is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he probably has no memory of what happened the night before. So he's talking to Wayne... At the body shop that he works at, and he's like, Hey, were you guys at the gas works last night? What? Yeah, we were there. There was this band. Crucial Taunt had a mega babe for a lead singer. Unreal. He's like, Hello. Hello. We were there. cause They brought him.
1: <laughs> they drove him to the place. Yeah. Such
0: a it's such a funny little tidbit. I love stuff like that. Yeah.
1: If if you had car stuff done mm-hmm. and car parts and labor only cost forty two fifty. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good yeah they're like trying they barely have the money but i'm like man 42 to get my car fixed and that includes labor exactly sign me up
0: exactly yeah it's like all right that's parts and labor way and he's like no way i have a feeling that what it could it could have been it was just a friend helping a friend oh yeah that, that might have been it but yeah that heck. i was like
1: man i'll i would take that yeah $42.50. i wouldn't i
0: wouldn't complain too much about that okay so uh Wayne and uh, Garth are back at the studio. They're shooting Wayne's World like they always do, and Benjamin, the guy from the very beginning, Rob Lowe's character, he shows up in the studio, and uh, he just shows up. He just yeah, randomly just, walks, like, in walks in there. He just walks down to the basement. hmm And uh, and at the uh, at the end after they're done shooting, he's like, "Come on, Wayne and Garth, let's go. I'll take you out to dinner." And the crew's just like looking at looking at the, Benjamin's assistant up and down and he looks up at him. He's like, Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. So Benjamin takes Wayne and Garth out to dinner and long story short, he signs them. He signs them he signs their show. He he buys the rights to their show. For
1: five thousand dollars each yeah. for a total of ten thousand dollars.
0: He totally like book line and sinker Totally screws her. <laughs> yeah, rings him in because he he makes he makes Wayne and Garth sign this contract. And Garth he's he's skeptical about it. Wayne he's kind of more more on the side of let's do this, man. Like we're going to get paid to do Wayne's world. Let's do it.
1: Which is what he wants to do with his life. It is so that he does say that at the beginning. All he sees yeah. is dollar signs. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. instead of write, uh, reading the fine print.
0: Right. Yeah. Like he he pretends like he's reading this this the contract. Yes. Yes. I, I like, like what, what you've what you done did, here. <laughs>
1: and Garth, he's like, mm, I don't know about this. And uh, in fact, Garth even like for the first time actually. Like, looks at the camera. Yeah. He's like, I dropped my pin. Yeah, he, and he totally And he, like, looks does. at the camera, and the camera follows him down. He's like, did you find this a little awkward? Yeah, you know? exactly. And he's, like, actually making sense. But then he goes on the, to this uh, Twilight Zone. Reminds me of the Twilight Zone, <laughs> where the other guy had to sign a contract, and they then they cut, cut out his tongue. tongue, and then it kept, like, growing, and it had baby tongues. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Pretty I cool. Got, pretty cool. I, I got to get back, though. Yeah. So, like He gets back up So. And as a disclaimer, I do not believe that that the Twilight e- Zone episode, episode actually exists. exists.
0: Yeah, I actually tried to look it up. I was like, I don't was that a real episode? And I couldn't find it. I don't think it exists. So yeah, could uh, be wrong though. I mean, yeah, it know. could be. So long story short, Benjamin signs him and screws him. Uh, <laughs> because he owns the show now, and he can basically do whatever he wants with the show. But they don't know that. Yeah, they were, they totally just... They just
1: see $5,000 a piece, we're good.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all happy, and they go to Cassandra's show, and, uh, Wayne finally, um, gets to talk to Cassandra, like, one-on-one, and, uh, uh, Wayne totally, totally impresses Cassandra, because... He's learning Cantonese, which is Cassandra's language, uh, and uh, it's it's hilarious. Like he, um, Mike Myers, his, I'm pretty sure, like nothing, he didn't learn actual Cantonese. He was just, he pro, I think he was just making up words, and then they put subtitles underneath. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it didn't sound like he was really speaking Cantonese.
1: And the, the whole time, they go up to the roof to talk. Mm-hmm. And then there's his annoying ex-girlfriend. She oh, comes yeah. Up, she comes up there with a guy. Mm-hmm. And it's his purpose. It's one of those things where she's trying to get Wayne to notice her. Yeah. So they start making out and stuff in the background. And they kind of start talking to her about her a little bit. <laughs> and the best part is is they just stop talking. But yet, the it was like awkward silence and the... The uh, subtitles are still going the, on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Wayne says like, like one sentence and then like the subtitles keep on going and going and going. It's saying things like, it's like, I feel responsible for her lack of self-confidence. Blah, 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 Besides, she's a psycho hose beast. And then, yeah. And then uh, her and the guy, uh, his his ex-girlfriend and the guy she's making out with, they fall through this window <laughs> and land right on the drunk the drunk friend.
1: <laughs> that is uh, what we call a little Hollywood magic. Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> of course. I'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but the chick who played Wayne's... Uh, ex-girlfriend she's quite the stunt girl we'll talk a little bit more about that all right so benjamin he takes wayne garth and cassandra up to his fancy apartment it's an apartment isn't it yeah, how
1: sweet apartment
0: that's what yeah that's what it is and it's like way high up on like the 30th floor or something like that
1: downtown chicago right? yeah I mean, you it's know.
0: beautiful yeah um, Boomer. yeah and benjamin's He's a sleazy sleazeball. He's just trying to, like, impress Cassandra because he's got a little bit of a crush on her. You can totally tell. Um, So, yeah, and Garth, he has no shame. He is snooping around. (laughs) But yet
1: no one knows he's doing it. That's the funny thing.
0: (laughs) He's totally snooping around, talking to the camera again. So he's like, man, if I had a girl like Cassandra, I wouldn't bring her here. This is a fully babe there and uh he's snooping through oh yeah he finds i f- totally forgot about this he finds benjamin's um like calendar notebook <laughs> his and, little black notebook yeah and he's like guard's such a moron he's looking he like hmm he wrote here find local cable access show exploit them exploit it and,
1: and take their money to, yeah something money along them, those
0: lines them. and he's like boy i feel bad, bad for, who, the, for whoever that, that is, is. <laughs> Meaning it's them. Yeah, stupid. Um and then he goes over (laughs) He goes over He goes over to Benjamin's underwear drawer, (laughs) pulls out this stack of condoms, and he's like Ribbed for Her Pleasure. I actually saw I saw a t-shirt that said that. Ribbed for her pleasure. Ew. (laughs) And, like, there were, like, a million W's on the shirt. I'd love to get that shirt. It's so funny. So, yeah. um, Yeah, but... And all the while, Wayne's getting kind of... He's kind of worried because, like, now Benjamin, like, he's revealed that he can speak Cantonese. And Cassandra's getting impressed with that. And Wayne's just like, this guy's good. Okay, this guy's really good. Um, So, yeah, Wayne's starting to get worried. Um, However... They're also kind of living luxury because Benjamin gives them gives Wayne and Garth two free tickets. Can and, I say it? Yeah, go
1: ahead. He gave them two free backstage passes to Alice Cooper,
0: the original dark man of rock and roll.
1: There would be a there would be a couple others that would claim that right, but in my opinion, he is Shock Rock's founder.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Nick was saying that while we were watching that, and I totally agree. He's the best. Yeah. Um, I think he was. Yeah, he was the perfect choice for this movie. Uh, so yeah, um, Wayne uh, Wayne and Garth make the the short trip uh, up to Milwaukee to, <laughs> to to see Alice Cooper, and um, we get we get almost a full performance of uh, My Frankenstein. Like they almost he almost plays the whole song in the movie. Yeah, feed my Frankenstein. Feed my Frankenstein. That's it. And it's great. It's like, a
1: great song. Yeah.
0: We get like almost a full performance of that song. And then eventually Wayne and Garth's like, all right, let's go backstage. And Wayne and Garth are flashing their backstage pass to everybody, like right in their face. Like, we can be here. We can be here. Wayne knocks on Alice, Alice uh, and his band's door. He knocks on the door. He's like, Alice, is this cool? And uh, Alice is such a nice guy. So down to earth. He's like, yeah, come on in, guys. Come
1: in and hang with us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, so Wayne it, Wayne's totally like, he's acting pretty cool, but Garth, he can't even form a sentence. He's like,
1: <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> I'm Wayne Campbell, and this is my uh, best bud, Garth Algar. He's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nice to meet you guys. And uh, Wayne's like, we're not mental, so please don't be afraid. And, he, he, and Gar still can't talk. He's, and Wayne's like, so, do you come to Milwaukee often? And Alice, like, unloads on him, like, the most intelligent knowledge ever. Like, like I, we don't know how Alice knows all of this information about Milwaukee. But he's like, he's like well, I'm a frequent visitor to here at Milwaukee. Yeah, what is he? he talks about the ancient Indian yeah, Indians? Yeah,
1: he says he says he says I I've I've visited Milwaukee often, but Milwaukee has had its share of visitors ever <laughs> since the 1600s when the French were trading with the with the Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> then his bandmates like He's like isn't is Mil- yeah isn't Milwaukee <laughs> an Indian name? Why? Yes, it is, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says it's so nonchalant. It's like yeah. Well, yes it is, Pete. Yeah. It, it, it actually is uh, pronounced Milwaukee, Milwaukee, which means the good land.
0: The good land.
1: <laughs> and that is a shout out to our buddy Jim.
0: Jim. Yeah, that's his favorite line in the movie. <laughs> yes. Jim always has, Jim. Uh, he always buys Milwaukee products, isn't that yes. right? Yeah,
1: Yes, Milwaukee tools and stuff, so you know, I always like to say that to him, it's Milwaukee, yeah. the good you, land. You have
0: to put both hands up like you're praising, and you have to say, the good land. That's the only way that you can. That's that's the only. No other way. way, dang it! Yeah, that's the way. You can't say it any other way. So yeah, um, and then Wayne points at him and he's like, "Does this guy know how to party or what?" <laughs> and everybody just kind of stares at Wayne like, "No, man, we're just having <laughs> just having a conversation." And Wayne's like, "Okay, we better go." No, 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 no. Alice gets up and he's like, "No, no, no, stay, hey, hang right. out, hang out with us." And Garth, he's like. Yeah, yeah, we'll We'll stick around and hang hang out out with with yez With Alice Cooper. Cooper. We're not worthy!
1: We're not worthy! (laughs) We're scum! We suck! Oh, great scene. The other hands and knees and, like, start bowing to him. Yeah. And Alice Cooper just kind of holds his hand out,
0: like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Moving on, we got to talk about the scene where, um... Um, Garth and Wayne are laying on the car. So there's a scene kind of in the middle there where um, Wayne's just kind of reminiscing about his life and Garth he's like, hey, what are you thinking about? Oh, Cassandra, she's a fox. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, um, Garth's like, she's a babe. Wayne's like, she's a (laughs) robo robo babe. babe. (laughs) If she were a president, she'd be be Baberham Lincoln. Lincoln. (laughs) Um and then right after that um th- here comes the probably the one of the greatest ad lib lines ever. It it doesn't seem like it would be like that big of a deal, but the way that it just comes out of nowhere is so perfect
1: in the way that Mike Go Myers' response. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he'd put on a dress and play a girl bunny? No. <laughs> <laughs> no neither did i i was, I was just asking
1: <laughs> mike myers just looks at him and starts laughing yeah. because that was so like out in left field yeah you can totally tell Yeah, had nothing to do with anything that's what makes it funny because you know that he's truly just laughing mm-hmm. and i'm so glad they just left that yeah as, it's as it perfect. Is. they didn't cut it
0: yeah, it's, it's great. And I just, I just love, like, that's one of those rare movie moments where um, it's it's really cool to have that knowledge of that scene was was not supposed to happen, but they kept it in just because of, of Mike Myers' reaction to Dana Carvey's ad lib. All right, so Wayne and Garth are uh, fully dedicated to the new show that now Benjamin owns, but they don't know that yet. Um, so yeah, they're working on new stuff for the show and they pull a green screen down and, um, they, uh, it's a new, new feet. Today we're trying a new feature here on Wayne's world. Um, uh, with the help of new technology, we can travel to so many different places. <laughs> hey, now we're in New York.
1: We're going to go to a Broadway show. Oh. Uh, what else is there? Then they go, then they go to Hawaii. It's like. And then Mike Myers says, "A oh, we can walk away, Would you like to lay me? You
0: know, <laughs> you go, on
1: go, on you go, go, You know, so he completely adds that in, which is just, Yeah. We could walk away, Lee. Come on, I want to lay me. Or something like that. It's just hilarious.
0: <laughs> and then and we like, can be whisked away to, to Texas. Texas. Howdy, Howdy partners.
1: partners. I want to go shoot some Broncos. Broncos. Ride some Broncos.
0: Howdy, y'all or imagine being whisked away to the to
1: magical place of delaware, delaware. hi,
0: hi. I'm, I'm in delaware, delaware.
1: <laughs> and it's just so awkward because it's just <laughs> it's delaware so and just like just yeah. like stares off at the camera
0: what el- yeah what's delaware known for nobody really knows and then benjamin kind of approaches wayne and garth kind of um Offset and basically is telling them to bow to the sponsors blah blah blah. And this whole bit is amazing because what it is It's basically Wayne and Garth saying that they're not gonna bow to any sponsors But as they're saying this they're holding up all of these products. So basically they are selling out It's just a funny like little fourth wall break Wayne. He's like No, I will not bow to any sponsor and as he's saying that he's holding up a huge Pizza Hut, but it's Pizza Hut, isn't it? Yeah, Pizza Hut's the first one. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, like the first one the about pizza Hut his sponsor, and he opens the... it up, and he smiles in the camera.
1: Garth's like, you know, people only do things just so they can get paid, and I think that's really sad. And the whole time, he's like kicked back, feet <laughs> up on the gr- up on the on the table, and he's decked out in nothing but Reebok,
0: completely Reebok. decked out. And Reebok stuff.
1: That's all he's doing. So he's like, people just do things so they can get paid. And I think that's That's really sad. That's just really sad. Which is awesome. I can't talk
0: about it anymore. It's giving me a a headache. headache. Here. Here, take two two of of these. these. (laughs) And it's
1: like aspirin. Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, you guys can fall in line or you can go back to the garage. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the the choice choice. of a new new generation. generation. (laughs) It's a Pepsi. Holds up the Pepsi. Such a cute little scene right there. So yeah, and then they go back to the studio, and they're shooting the new show again, and this is where Wayne and Garth have pretty much almost had enough of uh, Benjamin and his new take on the show, because they're sitting down, and then they're about to play the theme song to start the show, and all of a sudden they both hear, Wayne's World is Brought to You by Noah's Arcade.
1: Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time. Excellent. It's Friday. It's
0: 11:30. It's time to party with your excellent host Wayne Campbell and with him as always is Garth.
1: Party on, Wayne, and party on, Garth.
0: Wayne's World,
1: Wayne's World. Just like
0: uh Okay. okay uh welcome to Wayne's world party on Gart. I guess I guess
1: <laughs> and in quick a quick little side note before this episode that they're recording mm-hmm. uh the the producer guy uh, oh yeah, brings, yeah, yeah. Up, brings up some cards that he wants him to read because <laughs> they talked the sponsor into sponsoring him because he will go on every week and kind of give a little sp- spiel about what the new video games and stuff are yeah. every week mm-hmm. so he has a cards to talk to him with a conversation
0: yeah yeah and he um so wayne his job is he's supposed to interview the sponsor of the show which is noah from noah's arcade and he writes these Really rude and embarrassing notes, like on the well, he writes these little phrases on the back of the notes, and he's showing the camera all of the, all of these phrases, and the crew and everybody and everybody who's watching this is just cracking up because he's writing stuff like "sphincter boy" with an arrow pointing to him, and like this man has no penis and stuff, stuff like that. And he blows goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Benjamin is ticked off. He is so mad. So, after this happens, um, Wayne, he's like, Wayne, you you completely embarrassed the sponsor. And he's like, yeah, so? And he fires what He's like, Wayne, you're fired. He's like, for that? Yeah, all right. I'm taking my show with me. And then, uh, Benjamin kind of lowers the boom on him. He's like, we own the show. Like, what are you gonna do? So, Wayne... Wayne walks off set. He's just so mad, he just walks away. And then the camera comes back on, and it's just Garth on the show. And Garth's like, he has no idea what to do, so he's just like, I'm having a good time. Not. Not. <laughs> and then somebody, uh, one of the crew, he's like, you guys ever seen that scene in Scanners when the dude hit head, head, dude's head explodes? So yeah, and then Wayne goes to visit Cassandra, and uh, he... He's accuses, falsely accuses Falsely her. accuses her of uh, messing around with Benjamin because he's just, Wayne's just so mad. He's like, he's had it with Benjamin. He wants nothing to do with him. He's just so pissed off. So, yeah, and he says some really insulting things to Cassandra. He's like, well, first he screws me, then he screws you. And Cassandra's Double like... Double dutch? Double dutch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny line. So Cassandra's like, "Nope, buddy, you got to get out of here." She's equally mad now. Wayne's just making everything worse. So yeah, this is this is where the conflict happens, yeah, right? This yeah. is every comedy has to have some type I of mean,
1: conflict. The one thing about the conflict, you ever have one of those things happen to you where you put your foot in your mouth and you just bury yourself in a hole and you keep digging it Mm -hmm. deeper and deeper that's kind of what wayne's doing right exactly so he does it with garth Mm -hmm. then he goes over and does it with cassandra Mm -hmm. and then he's running away he starts talking to the camera that
0: yep Mm -hmm.
1: he's just basically complaining about his life (laughs) oh yeah and he's he's getting mad at like basically the camera guy and the camera starts going away he's like no 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 come back right he's like things aren't that bad bad. (laughs) he's like I'll figure something out. And he kind of mm-hmm. gives a double thumbs up with a stupid smile. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now, um,
0: Wayne, Wayne goes back to Garth and they make up. He's like, I'm sorry for the way I acted. And Garth obviously forgives him cause that's his best buddy. Um, and then Garth and Wayne, they both, they come up with a plan to get Cassandra back and to also help, help, um, her band, get exposure and get exposed to a, a record a record deal, a possible record, record yes. deal. And so, uh, yeah, so Wayne comes up with this plan to um, help Cassandra's band, and the reason why they do this is because earlier in the movie, while they were at the Alice Cooper show, they run into a security guard played by... Chris Farley. The famous Chris Farley. I actually read that this was one of like Chris this was before Tommy Boy. This was before Black he, Sheep. Yeah, this was um this was like when he had first joined SNL. So um this was like, I think this might have been his first on-screen like like in a movie like in an actual movie because this was uh, this was 92, 91 or 92 or something like that. I forget. But yeah, like Chris Farley makes his like debut and um yeah, you want to talk a little bit about
1: this scene? Yeah, so they're going out of the backstage, Mouse Cooper, and they see, wow, that's a big limo, you know. <laughs> and they're talking about it, and Chris Farley is just a security guard, always saying, like, oh, that limo belongs to Mister Big, owner <laughs> of Sharp Records. Yes, he drives everywhere, all across the country. Hates to fly. <laughs> he said he's leaving from here, and he, from and he's going away back through St. Louis." And then he's going to come back here through Chicago on his way to Detroit. And he, like, moves his hand. He's
0: got his hands up. And then he kind of moves them off to the side. Him.
1: So he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's trying to, like, show the directions. It's so stupid. Yeah. And but like, and they just, they don't understand why he's giving them that information. Yeah, Wayne's, and then like. And they even say to the camera, they're like, didn't you find it kind of weird that a security guard would know all that kind of information? <laughs> Basically is what he says. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, later in the movie they're, like, oh, yeah, that security guy knew exactly where this producer would be at a certain time in Chicago. And Wayne looks at the camera again. He was like, wow, wasn't it convenient that we were both right. there to to get all of that information? <laughs> so, yeah, that's where that all ties in. It's so dumb but funny. Um, so, yeah, they. Cassand- uh, Wayne goes off to get Cassandra. She's shooting a music video with Benjamin. Um Oh, yeah, and uh, on the way to uh, get Cassandra back, an amazing cameo happens. Um, Most of you know that this was around the same time when Terminator 2 had just come out, and it was huge. That movie was, like, so popular. And the actor who played the T-1000 makes a freaking cameo in this movie. He plays, he's the... He's the police officer in disguise. The T one thousand in disguise as a police police officer pulls Wayne over. You don't know who it is at first, but then like Wayne rolls the window down. He's like, "Can I help you, officer?" And then he kneels down and he's like, "Have you seen this boy?" And it's
1: ah! the- <laughs> and they take
0: off. It's the exact same picture of John Connor yeah. from the movie, and he takes off, and the T one thousand is just like walking. It's it's great. It's such a great cameo, and
1: just on a just to drop in on that is throughout the entire movie you see no, you see all kinds of things like that. that oh yeah, you'd you have to know like the commercials, and yeah, things yeah, of that, that nature. That's of a that good time. Thing to, yeah, that's a good. So thing to you mention. see that throughout the movie, mm-hmm. which is really kind of cool.
0: Yeah, so. there it's it's a cool it's a staple of history because there's a lot of parody stuff from like things that were popular back then. That's definitely something cool to mention. So, yeah, a great T-1000 cameo. So, long story short, Wayne makes a big speech to Cassandra, and in the... It's
1: Oscar moment.
0: Yeah, the subtitle says Oscar moment. And uh, he's like, I don't mind. Am I supposed to turn my back on you? And the worst part is, I never never learned to read. So, yeah, but... uh, once again, long story short, he gets Cassandra in the car. He he drives her back to the studio. Back to his house. Back to the yeah, the house. Go to yeah. His house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The uh, so they're shooting Wayne's World again, but they're shooting it independently. Like back at his parents' house. Yeah. And go all
1: ahead. all this time they made that they made this all all Wayne had to do is go get Cassandra and Garth and the guys and mm-hmm. a police officer, another guy, all help out. The rest of the crew, yeah. The rest yeah. of the crew help out, and and because uh, Garth's going to bring the satellites around, so yeah. that Mr. Big's TV will automatically get switched to the station so it'll be a live broadcast. Yeah,
0: while he's driving through Chicago. And yeah. So they,
1: they had to do that, so they had to go and break into the studio to get the equipment, and as they were leaving, that one producer... Is like I'm supposed to stop you, and they basically like get him to join them. So he's driving the the van for him now. Yeah. So he's on their side.
0: Yeah. The guy that was working for Benjamin's now on on Wayne and the crew's side.
1: Which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. And then their police officer buddy he he stops um, Benjamin because Benjamin's on the, his way to the to Wayne's house also because he wants to he wants to stop this whole thing or see what this whole thing's about. So yeah, the cop that's on Wayne's side stops him and does the body cavity <laughs> search on Benjamin to slow him down. Definitely slowed him down. Um, but yeah, like so. Um, crucial crucial taunt is um, they're they're live on the air and they're playing what song are they playing, Nick? Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. <laughs> Such a classic song. I was we were talking about this earlier. I I didn't even know I. I don't think I've even... I think I've heard the original version, but there's so many bands that have, like, redone this song. Yes. And I think that uh, when I first saw this movie, this was the first time I had heard the song, which is a great version. I love it. But, uh, yeah, they're jamming to Ballroom Blitz, and uh, uh, Mr. Big, he uh, tells his limo driver to turn around, and, like, the the limo does a U-turn, goes right to Wayne's house, and... And this is where the movie kind of throws you for a loop, because Mr. Big's like, like it hasn't already. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So Mr. Big, he like goes up to Cassandra after they're done playing, and he's like, he's like although you're very talented and very beautiful, I'm just not sure it's the right time. I'm sorry." And everybody's like, "Oh no, oh no!" And Cassandra just ticked off. She's like, "You screwed my career," and <laughs> and then uh uh. Wayne's ex girlfriend shows up, and she's like, "Wayne,
1: I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant.
0: That's, That's I've been, why I've been, I've been so, so moody. moody." And it's like, "What's happening right now?" And then sparks start to fly from the from the um, back of the studio, and then the whole house catches so on fire. fire. <laughs> and then <laughs> Wayne's like, "Why, God, what?" He's like holding. He's holding Garth, <laughs> yeah, carrying him
1: through a burnt house, carrying,
0: And then all of a sudden, like Cassandra is on, like, a honeymoon vacation with Benjamin. And she's like, last night was incredible. And we're like, what is happening right now? And Benjamin looks at the camera he's like, you don't really really think think she would have ended up with Wayne, do you? (laughs) And then Wayne and Garth pop up on screen. yeah. As if. As
1: if we can't end the show like this. And then the whole audience is like, oh, okay, here we go. Let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. Doo, doo, doo. and then it goes right back to just before they end the song now yeah prior to that other scene and this scene as well mm-hmm. uh benjamin gets out of his car and you know he's had the bobby bo- uh the body cavity search yeah he's like kind of like hobbling in <laughs> he's waddling he around waddling in, which is really really funny so yeah. that's how the scene comes back it's yeah. him entering that way
0: yep they replay the they replay the ending again so yeah, Mr. Big comes up to Cassandra again and he's like he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna offer you a record deal. And we're like, Six Oh, that's great. Now let's let's see who's really behind that mask and the cops have Benjamin by the by the hands and then they pull off his head and it's this old man, I forget what the guy's name is, and it's just like Scooby Doo. Like just it's ha- old
1: man something yeah. from the haunted music park, and I would have gotten away too if it wasn't for you kids.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, a classic kids. It's a classic Scooby Doo ending. Yeah, so that's where that. And then uh, Wayne and Garth pop up on screen again. And he was like, he's like, yeah, that ending was pretty good. I think we should do the mega happy, happy. ending.
1: Yes,
0: So yeah, and then it goes back to that same spot where the music ends, and Benjamin's walking in. He's waddling in that exact same spot. And Mr. Big says again, he's like, "I'm gonna sign you for a six album deal. I'll see you in my office." And then Cassandra turns to Wayne and she's like, "I, I love, love you, Wayne. I love, love you, Cassandra. Cassandra." And then Wayne, uh, Garth's dream woman. We didn't even talk about the dream woman. Oh well, yeah. Dream. You got woman. to watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. Dream woman pops up and she's like, "I love you,
1: Garth. I, I love, love you, you dream, dream woman." woman. <laughs> they kiss, which is an awkward kiss. It is a always. really
0: awkward kiss. And then uh, uh, one of Wayne's crew, he looks at uh, <laughs> Benjamin's producer, and he says, "I love, I love you, him, man. Terry.
1: Yeah, I love you, man. And I love you. And I've come to realize that platonic <laughs> love can't exist between, between two, two grown, grown men. men. Isn't it great that we've all learned so much? Well, Benjamin <laughs> comes in, and he's oh, like, yeah, that's right. Like, <clears throat> you know, I've come to realize that a great body and flawless looks and' A lot of money and a great car can get you far almost to the top, but it can't get you everything. And then they walk in and they're like, isn't it great that everybody learned something or became a better person? <gasps> fish fish, fish. fish. <laughs> And then that's how it ends. They just like fish fish.
0: It's probably one of the most ridiculous endings like to any comedy. Like you get three endings in one movie.
1: Right. And the <laughs> cool thing is like when they do that, when they're like, Everybody becomes a everybody learns something you know whatever and then they say fish face if you look behind them everybody's just kind of laughing and joking and stuff and i think right there that's like them breaking out a ca- character, character and they're yeah. just like it's a wrap yeah. type of thing you yeah. know it's kind of like a celebratory that the movie was finally wrapped up that's cool yeah you know I, you can just tell them that they're just like hugging each other kind of thing it was just kind of cool
0: i, I so, need to yeah. play that back i need. I, I i don't think i noticed that the first time through i'll have to play that back that's cool so yeah, that's Wayne's World. My goodness, man. We went we went through that entire freaking movie pretty much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now we missed some spots, yeah. but I'm telling you, gang, go out there and watch it. Just if you watch want a good it, if you want a good laugh, it's rated what? PG-13. Mm-hmm. For me, the soundtrack is the killer. Of yes. it. I mean,
0: so many great songs. So many
1: great songs mm-hmm. that are covered or that you originally hear.
0: Mhm. It's a real um staple. Of, uh, of 90s, not just 90s cinema, but like 90s culture just because of all the references and all of the commercial references and everything it's I, it's just it'll live in infamy, infamy forever
1: yeah uh, I think it's also one that has a unique vocabulary too <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't think I don't think I've ever heard showing in anything yeah. else Swing! So, oh, I don't think I have either. That's a good yeah, point. You know, there's so there's like, in if you're ever driving up there to uh, Green Bay, just yeah. throwing <laughs> a plug out there for the Packers, yeah, you might drive past Milwaukee, yeah. You'll, and when you go there, or you see Milwaukee Tools, you'd be like the Good Land. You put your hands. <laughs> it. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Such a good movie, man. So yeah. I think we covered all the basis of this fantastic nineties comedy, yes, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where uh how what other movies we're gonna talk about in the future, um but trust me,
1: like there's like hundreds of movies out there <laughs> and I can tell you one thing we between us both, we've probably seen all of them, yeah, <laughs> uh, some way, shape or form, I'm telling you, yeah, man.
0: Like, we got, so, we got so many episodes coming in the future, I'm just, thank you guys so much for tuning in today, we're really glad that you um, were able to listen to us ramble for over an hour about this movie. If you stayed
1: with us this long, we appreciate it. Yeah, if you're still listening at this point,
0: you guys rock. You guys rock, rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we got so many episodes coming in the future. We're real glad you guys have stuck with us. Um, this podcast is a blast. We're having fun.
1: And I hope we continue to have other people, like guests, other guests come yeah. on as well and stuff. And yeah. That'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely keep it going. For sure. So, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. And as
1: always, be kind, rewind, or die. And Mike, can I just end since we're doing Wayne's World? Oh, yeah. Party on, Mike. Party on, Nick. Wayne's World is brought to you by Noah's Arcade. Party on, Wayne. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party time.
0: Excellent.
1: It's Friday. It's 1130. It's
0: time to party with your excellent host, Wayne Campbell, And with him, as always, is Garth. Party on, Wayne, and party on, Garth. Wayne's World! Okay, uh, welcome to Wayne's World. Party on, Garth. I guess.